On this podcast, we like to review a new installment of a different series every show. Transatlantic came out April 7th on Netflix. The seven-part limited series is based on the true story of the Emergency Rescue Committee, an agency that worked out of France during World War II to help refugees escape the Nazis. Today, we're discussing the pilot, Hiding Hand Principle. It's April 11th. Welcome to today's episode. There are many great World War II miniseries and movies, Band of Brothers, to Jojo Rabbit, Schindler's List, to Inglorious Bastards, even late last year, SAS Rogue Heroes, a show that came out on Amazon Prime that we didn't do for the podcast, looked pretty good. It had Alfie Allen in it, it had Cook from uh, Skins, it had uh, the guy from the show that you like to watch on Sex Education. Uh, Well, they're also going to be coming out with a Band of Brothers sequel series, I think this year, or maybe sometime next year. Sure, sure, but that's more serious than this. What I'm trying to say is that Transatlantic, there are a lot of other options for world war ii shows this isn't it this oh, isn't a good I'm show i'm sad to hear that because it seemed like the cast especially i think it was uh lucas englander like he had such like a, a a liking for this show and it seemed like he had a really interesting background and also other people just in the cast seemed to really enjoy it so yeah, the what, cast what is part of the reason i'm disappointed what didn't work okay so it's bland it's thin on story the acting is hit and miss the dialogue is filled with cliches it seems confused about what it wants its identity to be. It bounces between drama, comedy, romance, espionage, adventure, historical recount, just depending on what's convenient during the scene. The music doesn't fit the tone. And though I give it credit for um, like the polished beauty of the sets, the landscapes, the camera work, it all feels like a distraction to bloat the runtime of a plot that could have probably been half as long. From it was everything, 45 minutes. from all the pros and cons that you just said, yeah, yeah, it yeah. seems like in 80, uh, around the world in 80 days had more of a reason because it was based off of like fiction mm-hmm. and while you're saying this was based on more like and this reality. is like a fictional recount of a real agency that was based off a book right exactly i'm saying around the world in 80 days that that sounds like kind of the problems that i had with it because i remember there was a good like comparison. there was great cinematography especially in the second episode with that show when you when you were dealing with like the train or you were dealing with the action scenes where they had to get out of town really fast and it was all shot well but i just didn't feel the kind of like urgency or the uh the attachment that i think the uh, show wanted me to i still think i would have rather seen david Tennant in that than i did end up enjoying jillian jacobs and Corey stall in Jin, this yeah is it not no it's, it's jillian? Jillian, no it is okay all right well basically uh are we done with the podcast because i just did my, <laughs> no um the reasons i was mainly disappointed is i i went into this expecting to see argo because I had heard already oh, that it was like a spy drama where they were trying to like sneak people out of the, and I thought that it was going to be highly tense, but instead I got Kaleidoscope. Mm. Okay. Oh, was, wow. And you really did not like Kaleidoscope. Well, what I mean is like they actually used heist music in this. You know that plucking of the bass where it's like, dum, 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 yeah, dum, you kind of like you, the jazz thing. That's what bit, they yeah. do for this show. And it's, it's World War II. It's Nazis and stuff. And instead of like things being at high leverage, high stakes, uh, no one ever seems really phased or scared. It, it all seems like they're acting. It's too polished. Even like the grimy suits look like they're very, like it's been done perfected that uh-huh. way, makeup that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, it's just mainly the story is about this woman who runs around France, throwing her money everywhere. Mary Jane Gold, right? Yes. Trying to get Jewish refugees to safety while ignoring everyone, like her superiors and putting the entire rescue committee at risk Uh, that's that's the entire basis of the story and then by the end 
she's telling everybody she's going to bankroll for the rest of the time period that she's there, but she's been cut off by her dad. So I don't even understand how that's going to work. Also, the Corey Stahl character, Graham, who's like the lead diplomat there, has just given up the Splendid, the hotel they're staying in, as the place where all the uh, Jews are, are high leverage Nazi targets. I keep on saying that, but like where they're being held. So the French authorities are going to come busting in there at any moment and they're going to just take them away. Seems like the show is kind of filled with these unlikable characters. You're talking about Mary Jane Gold putting like kind of the whole entire operation It's the at writing. Risk. It's, it's not, I, I, I hate to criticize Jillian Jacobs because I do enjoy her in community. I just don't think that she was right in this specific role she's too happy like this she's is a this happy. is a terrible time period to be living in and i'm just not used to seeing it represented and even in a jojo rabbit they did a good job of like balancing or like a life is beautiful where there are happy moments but, but like, it's kind of it's but there's always this, filled with like this horrific there's this undercurrent that is always there it's always a bit gritty um i will say yeah. so this was uh like the first show after a creative partnership that was created back in september 2021 between netflix and anna winger's production company anna winger is, is one of the people who created this she's show the first name that pops up yeah after. she she's done a lot of german tv series starting really? with like Deutschland 83 Deutschland. Deutschland and then yeah Deutschland 86 Deutschland 89 I think that's really got where she got her claim to fame she even did Orthodox which I believe was also on Netflix I think that was created back in 2020 or at least released in 2020 did you see Orthodox I never did okay no but I, I heard they also did like a making of Orthodox didn't they yes. because they did a making of this as well oh oh really so yeah. there's two different like shows on Netflix uh-huh. okay both of them with Jillian Jacobs face just right on the cover you didn't, you didn't watch the making of did you no because that would take away the point of the research but um should i jump into the plot yes, and try to run ahead. through it okay yeah. so it's 1940 france is occupied uh, the u.s is not formally going to enter the war for a while but in the city of marseille um there is a group of american diplomats graham Corey stahl is the top dog and the american emergency rescue committee serves under him sorry before we get any further this taking place kind of in france and that's i believe where they also shot it yes. shot it in marseille france did it Beautiful have place. multiple languages in it absolutely okay sure sure that's one of the few pros that i have is is they definitely they don't like english everything yeah uh, delayla piasco she played uh, lisa fitko i believe i'm saying that right in the show she was just ha- glad to see that in the script it was so much multilingual because that's really how marseille had, uh, was at that time mm-hmm. so, yeah. um okay so i was talking about the american emergency rescue committee they're made up of a handful of people including mary jane gold and varian fry those are the two main ones that we see in this episode mm-hmm. they're staying in the splendid hotel um trying to facilitate the escape of a few highly wanted nazi targets like authors and stuff that had like maybe come out against nazism earlier and so these people are definitely under high like suspicion where the french authorities if they are to find them would have to send them back to germany Mm -hmm. uh bureaucracy is running very slowly though because Corey stahl's character is supposed to sign off on a bunch of uh documents saying that these people can be ushered back to the u.s or or other parts of europe that are safer and uh he's he's kind of delaying that because he's also trying to work with the french authorities and the french police are now cracking down um, many of the Jews who are just there not necessarily targets of the Nazis because they're not high leverage. I love that word in this episode. Um, they are living on the beach and they're just kind of waiting until their papers can come through or if they can get forged paperwork to escape. Um, and then Mary, so that's uh, again Jillian Jacobs' character, she's channeling her inner Schindler. <laughs> 
Um, she takes pity on a bunch of these refugees, these undesirables who are living on the streets, and she uses her father's money to pay off the ship hands to stow away the Jews to get them out of there on the boats, right? Mm -hmm. But then one of the groups that she sets up to go, uh, they get ambushed by a bunch of um, Nazi guards or French authorities, um, and uh, and they're immediately sent to jail, right? Yeah. And so then she runs to the jail cell, bails them all out, and then someone that they that the Jews met in the jail cell, Ursula is our, like the main focus that we're looking through, her and her brother Albert, and she meets someone who tells her that there's this escape through Spain. Now I looked it up, and Spain from Marseille is a good like it's it'd be an 80 hour walk, so that's a few days, right? Mm -hmm. But they just jump back and forth between these places like it's no big thing. Like these, it's crazy. So they walk to Spain. And at the same time, uh, because it takes Albert a little bit more time to get out of jail, Mar Mary Jane ends up just driving him there, mm -hmm. and they fake being boyfriend-girlfriend. And then once he gets to Spain with his sister, and he's about to leave, he turns around and he says, no, I'm going back. I'm going to help all these other Jews. He's got a heart of gold. So, so yeah, he's supposed to kind of show a lot of virtue. But I it's guess. so dumb, because it takes less than 10 seconds for him to just be, like, smitten with Mary Jane and just decide to, like, turn around. Um, that's the real reason. So he shows back up. He's all cocky about, like, okay, we're going to help the rescue committee and now the plan is that even though the rescue committee is supposed to only be focused on the people who are in the splendid hotel they're also going to try to help the people on the beach and uh now mary is also cut off because she was supposed to return home but her dad is like you didn't come home so I'm, I'm i'm not giving you any more money and she's like i'm still going to bankroll everybody and that's how is she we going to be it. able to it, bankroll it's, everybody. it's unexplained it's unexplained and i don't care <laughs> I, I mean there is a little tidbit of history that i'm learning here with how this works but i just don't feel that i'm getting enough real insight on on what actually happened i feel like this is all through a filter that uh it's it's like glossing over the logic right mm -hmm. the inconsistent travel speeds it's like game of thrones spain and back in two minutes uh and then the reason that we also get this kind of like ham-fisted scene that's thrown in there with varian who chooses to cheat on his wife with this dude that he knew from the past it's it's a it's the most check marky we're going to include a queer relationship into this episode i it could have been like 100 accurate to the past but it has nothing to do with the storyline absolutely episode. nothing and the you could have taken it out of this episode and it wouldn't have changed a thing about it, it i know it, that it seriously it, felt misplaced talking about like kind of the accuracy cory michael smith he's the one that played varian fry uh he realized that actually varian fry's like uh stuff was at columbia university in new york city and that's where he lives so he was able to actually sign out boxes of variant stuff and uh he was able to see pictures and like writings during this period and like even he read a letter that was written to uh, him by eleanor roosevelt and, yeah like, between him varian and albert i really didn't have a problem with their acting i just found that scene where he randomly shows up at this mansion knocks on the door and this guy opens it and immediately you can tell where the scene's going because the guy who looks at him is just staring love daggers at him the entire scene <laughs> until they start making out at the end of it and there's nothing to it besides that scene <laughs> and so it's just it was funny almost but but at the same time i was like where is this headed why are we seeing this part i feel like we're not centered around and then also with albert's storyline it didn't make sense because even his sister pointed out the the ridiculousness of that they were on the beach and they didn't really consider themselves 100 jewish because they never even really celebrated shabbat or had challah mm -hmm. and this one jewish guy who calls them over and he's like let's split this challah and they do that once they see him die later on and like within two minutes uh along with being in love with mary jane uh albert has decided oh i'm going to come back 
and ditch my sister, even though this again would take like 14 days back and forth in real life. And, and like everybody would be a lot worse because of how starved they were and everybody doesn't look starved. Yeah, so, okay, I have a quick question, because you're dealing with the Holocaust, I know you said that's dramatic, it also has points of comedy and things like that, and, mm-hmm. and that kind of led me... Like, pick a lane. Because I was, I was interested, yeah, because Gillian Jacobs is an interesting person to have kind of in the center of this thing. Yeah. Was it too lighthearted? Yes, I think so, because you can't have it both ways. You can't have World War II where you have, again, starving refugees, and then you're also trying to pull a comedy at the same time as you're trying to have, like, a heart of gold and show that you're saving everybody. It's like romance. The romance angle really, like, through me on a loop because that happened a little bit later on where they were like Albert and uh and I'm sh- and uh, Mary Jane get together and I'm sure they fell in love during that time and that's in the book and that's why they're doing it it just feels like they're chucking in so many emotions but not enough depth so like the 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 misery and the sadness that you're so used to seeing done well and depicted well in all these movies and TV shows you don't get that here and and it really feels bad and a lot of it has to do with the music choice that bass uh, ostinato plucking the percussion <laughs> bass that you hear in all those heights where we've got the muscle we've got the like mm-hmm. that does it no favors usually you need some really gravitas sad music to help you i think okay so i i can't say for sure because i haven't really found a lot of research on it but you have anna winger she's someone that at least in the industry i think is really respected and she even said that she like heard a lot of stories from her father about this time period growing up and mm-hmm. i believe that's kind of why she made the series but like even Corey michael smith said that he didn't really know anything about the story but he heard that anna winger was working on this thing so that's why he joined i'm sure that's why a lot of other people joined i think it comes down to a lot of people i like for example gillian jacobs and Corey michael smith in france they first met at a coffee shop shop called deep and then apparently all of the staff showed up to this place called deep and then they became so known by the crew that even one of the paristas for the show like it ended up being in the show like and it started oh, cool. doing guitar i think that like when you kind of like look at stories through that lens they might have just been making this show to try and be fun but then again kind of like you're saying the time period especially with the holocaust world war ii and all this death and stuff it just might not have been the like smartest move or something like that i i don't know I, uh, but going to the reviews for this show, it has a 6.3 on IMDb, not many people have seen it, but the critic score is a 90%, and the really audience now? score is an 81% as <laughs> well. Yeah, Variety says, instead of an engaging historical drama, it feels like a futile warning to what's coming, but The Guardian gave a good review saying 3 out of 5 stars, Consequence Magazine gave the series a B plus, and Rolling Stone says it's a more basic and straightforward show than the kind many of its characters might have attempted but the story is so irresistible it works just fine all right well i'm gonna give the two pros that i have then lucas englander albert he had one scene where he's discussing his passports um before he immediately starts uh flirting with the cute american girl that he meets but like in that one scene it did seem like they were channeling um some sadness and like some there was like he was explaining why he had a bunch of passports and he almost like convinced the French uh, guy who had him uh, arrested why he should be let go. Like I said, in the interviews, he seemed the most authentic. He even talked about how- his, he speaks the most language. How his, how his grandfather, I think back in the 1940s or, or someone connected to his family, like had a failed 
the assassination attempt on Hitler. Yeah. Like it was, it was crazy to hear about. So yeah, no, I liked his acting for the most part. Um, there was a scene later on where he faked being a Nazi guard, just coming out of like the forest and just like yelled at these guys uh, who were. <laughs> was it play for comedic effect? Seems like well, it's sort of like the French authorities had caught them on the Spanish border. All the all the people who were trying to escape over his sister included, and he just like came up the mountain screaming, and they never asked for any sort of idea or anything. They were too put off by him and uh-huh. it, 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 i got where it was going it just didn't work for me um and then the last uh, pro that i have is that it's very pretty um almost too much so but uh i prefer almost the grittiness of a babylon berlin mm-hmm. because that gives me more of a period piece time frame but like this it, it's it's a it's cool to look at no that's um, very that's yeah fair. Um, but overall, I will have to say, even despite what you're saying, the high reviews are, I would give it um, a 3.5 to 4. Okay, I, I'll just end it by saying I have, I, I have one game here. Usually when we have three truths and a lie, I like to focus, especially when we're doing it on pilots, on first episodes of different TV series, the statements either being true or false. But I decided this time to kind of switch it up. Flip it on its three head. lies and one truth. Yeah, three, uh, <laughs> no, three <laughs> truths and one lie still. But these are on actually series finales for different TV shows. Okay, so okay. three of these. What does it have connected to this show, though? I don't really have a connection. Oh, so this is just a fun little game? Yeah. It has nothing to do with this show. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so uh, again, these all are things that happened in the season series finales except for one. So the first one is, one possible ending for Breaking Bad uh, was Vince Gilligan said, was Walter White breaking out Jesse from jail but using the machine gun that he uses in the series finales on police officers in a rescue attempt. The second one is, John Hamm held serious objections to the ending of Mad Men, even going so far as to call it melancholy but after talks with matthew weiner the creator of Mad Men, he felt uh, better about the series finale the third one is jimmy neutron's production company dna productions had a three-eyed monkey that turned to the camera and said hi i'm paul at the end of every episode but in the series finale of the show paul is missing perceived as dead with a narrator from the background and a questioning voice saying paul Number four is, an original idea for the original Dexter series was he is not only found out as the killer, but also sentenced to the chair, and right before dying, sees everyone he's ever killed. Well, that seems weird. Like, how would they even get everybody that he's ever killed? And everybody that he's ever killed, like, those are bad people, though. Like, a lot of a yeah. lot of them. Um, that feels fake. Uh, I was going to say the Jimmy Neutron one. Uh, I'll go ahead and say the Dexter one, but yeah. Oh, the Dexter. I was hoping you wouldn't say it because the Dexter one, that's that's false. But I said in Dexter New Blood, I said that was one of the uh, endings that they decided to go with. Uh, the fake one was actually John Hamm's thing. He felt fine about the Mad Men finale. I took inspiration from Jenkins' actual wait, wait, original wait, wait, wait. opposition. So I was wrong about the Dexter one? Yeah, the okay. Dexter one isn't right. And then, uh, and yeah, no, it's Vincent Gillian. They considered going with the breakout jail storyline. but then Yeah, the John Hamm one sounds a lot like uh, Dean Winchester when he found out that's yeah. the was that's what i'm saying i oh, took inspiration okay. from that particular like incident and then yeah the jimmy neutron one was the one that made me like really weirded out because apparently that's a known thing and coincidentally dna productions was shut down 17 year or 17 months later mm-hmm. so so after 17 years so i mean like it was just it was just strange to hear but yeah no it's uh it was it was the john ham one <laughs> okay all right well if that does it then thanks for listening oh why is it called hiding hand principle i'm trying to think that out. i was going to yeah ask you hiding that. hand principle they probably say it in the show at some point <laughs> but i must have missed it all right thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye